Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. Where else can you listen to Big Brother House Guests, Survivor Castaways, and the Amazing Racer Racers? That's right. Here at the Rad Reality Show Network, and we have so many other guests. Um, tonight, we have special guests. Everyone sit back and enjoy, because you know what? You know what day it is? It's Monday. That means it's Manic Monday, and that means it's time for... Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Big Brother fans. Welcome, Big Brother Canada fans. This is the Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Cherry Garcia. It's June 13, 2016, and I thank you so much for being here with us tonight for Manic Mondays with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10, and her very special guest, Nick and Phil, a.k.a. the Pack Brothers, the winners of Big Brother Canada 4. They'll be here with Michelle in just a little while, and we're going to have a really fun show. Trust me on that. But before we get started, I just want to say a few words about the tragedies that have happened over the weekend, and there were three really big tragedies this weekend. Number one, most of you know what a huge fan I am of The Voice, and when I heard that Christina Grimmie had been shot and killed Friday night in Orlando, Florida by a crazed fan. I couldn't believe it. She was only 22 years old. Her brother was there and attacked the shooter. And then the gunman turned the gun on himself and took his own life. Her coach, Adam Levine, has contacted the family and offered to pay for her funeral. It's just such a senseless, senseless tragedy, and 
she will just be terribly missed. Our thoughts and prayers are with her family, her friends, and her millions of fans. Then Saturday night, late going into Sunday morning at the Pulse nightclub in Orlando. It was a beautiful nightclub, most frequented by the LGBT community. It has become the site of the worst mass shooting in the U.S. history. The gunman has ties to ISIS and was killed in a gun battle with police after a three-hour hostage standoff. Um, he went into the bar an assault rifle when, with many loaded clips of ammunition, and he just mowed down strangers who had never done anything to him. Now 50 families will never wrap their arms around their loved ones again. Instead, there will be an overwhelming 50 funerals planned all at once, all because of the hate in one man's heart. It's my opinion that the only place for assault rifles is in the hands of soldiers. I'm not saying that we should be able to take guns away totally. Single-shot action guns for protection is fine. But in my opinion, the assault rifles should be banned. And this kind of mass murder would be something that be a regular occurrence in this country. Our thoughts and prayers go out to all who lost loved ones in the Pulse nightclub shooting and to all who were affected by it. I think it affected not only people in this country, but people around the world. And third, this hits a little closer to home to me. Many of you who follow us on a regular basis know that I've recently had James Swift, who was on Utopia, and who recently wrote a book called Rusted Rhinestones, on this show twice just recently. Well, on Friday, his home burned to the ground, and he lost everything. He was able to get his brother David who has autism, and all three of his little dogs out of the house before it burned to the ground. Um, James has taken care of his brother, I think, since it was legally, he was legally able to do so. And all James ever wants to do is help others. And to see this happen to him is just heartbreaking. I just went through this myself three years ago. And it's so hard to go through this. Um, We actually did lose one of our dogs in our home. And when you lose your home and lose everything you own, it's so emotionally life-changing. So I'm asking if you, to those, anyone out there that's listening to this, if you have the opportunity to make a donation to James. Um, I, I have it posted on my Facebook page, on the Grad Reality Show group page, and I will post it on our chat room. There is a GoFundMe page set up for James. 
If you can make any donation whatsoever, no matter how small, every little bit does help. Um, And just keep him in your thoughts and prayers. Um, And we will keep in touch and let you know how he's doing. So with all that being said, I know that was a lot of sad news. We're going to get back to a very fun show and have a little fun tonight. Um, I want to remind everyone that you can call in at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six and talk to Michelle, Nick, and Phil tonight. Uh, just listen to the prompts once you call in and make sure you press the number one key on your phone or we won't pick up your call. By pressing that number one key, that signals to, to us through the switchboard that you are a caller ready to join us on air. So don't forget. Okay, now let's play a little music that's appropriate for our host and get this party started. Here we go, folks. Hi, Michelle. How are you, sweetie? Hello, my cherry pie. You know, we really needed this show tonight. I'll tell you what, cherry, because we always want to make sure we take those Monday moans and those sad faces and turn them upside down. And, boy, there's a lot of sad faces out there, I'll tell you what. So I know I need this, and I know everybody probably out there listening needs to have some sort of – uh, tranquility or just, just peace and take this out of our, our minds, um, which you addressed, Cherry. Um, I just want to first off say um, uh, it's sad to hear about James Swift um, and his house burning down. Um, like Cherry said, please go to her page um, and go, go fund me. If, you could, if there's anything you guys can contribute to that, please do so. And if James, if you're listening, um, our hearts uh, go out to you and we're, we're thinking about you and praying for you and your family at this tragic time. Um, also, uh, with the Orlando shootings, I'm I'm just sick to my stomach. Um, this is the biggest tragedy we've had since 9-11. And um, thoughts and prayers go out to all the families out there. It's just heartbreaking. And as we're watching the news, you're seeing videos, hearing about phone calls people were making and uh, – it's just so tragic to hear, Cherry, and, um, you know, this is the world that we live in, and uh, they talk a lot about, you know, outsiders coming in and, and terrorizing us, and, you know, we got to also think about people that live here and that are here that are terrorizing us, so no wall you can build high enough will stop somebody from from doing something like that, and it's horrific. I think we need to do something about these guns. That's the problem. Um, so it's just horrible, 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 and um, it it just saddens me. So uh, let's uh, turn this around, Cherry Pie. I'm excited for tonight. Uh, we have the BB Can 4 winners. 
That's right, the winners. Hopefully they still have some money left. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, Phil and Nick are going to be joining us. I have so many questions for them. There's been so many people contacting me about wanting to talk to them, so we're going to have callers, questions. We've got the chat room. What's up, chat room? They're filling up. And um, if you do have a question or a comment, uh, the number is 347-237-5506. Try to keep it to one question because we do have a lot of you guys. We want to make sure we get all of you guys in. And then make sure you press 1 if you want to talk because some people are on the road, so they're just listening. Um, Also, they will be joining um, us for the NYC premiere party, which will be next week on Wednesday. I can't believe Big Brother is premiering a week from Wednesday, Cherry. That's crazy. Crazy. And and unfortunate, Cherry, we were supposed to get the cast revealed today. And they threw a curveball at us. And now we're going to have to wait till tomorrow. Hmm. Well, I guess we can wait one more day, right, Cherry? Yeah, I think it was actually a respectable call by CBS, considering what was happening in in our country. Um, As much as we all wanted to have that cast revealed today, I honestly think it was a, a respectable call by them. Yes. Yes, I, I would I would say so. If you look at it like that, absolutely, there's a lot going on. Um, so uh, I hope you guys also uh, have prepared yourselves because once Big Brother comes on, Sherry, you know and I know and all you out there know that you're probably not going to sleep. You're probably not going to talk to friends and family. You're going to probably just stay and watch the live feeds. You're going to watch the shows. You're going to watch pop you're gonna watch all that good stuff so hunkering down for a few months we're hibernating like bears i'll tell you uh next week uh just to let you guys know we do have miss cassandra betches as our special guest next week so put that in your calendar um i did hear like a little rumor too that there might possibly be some past alumni uh, coming back, and actually uh, it was tweeted by um, one of the past uh, Big Brother Canada house guests, um, and those names are James Hewling, Davon, Nicole, and Frank. So we'll see if that's true, Cherry. You know the rumor mill has been turning and turning and turning, and it's like, I can't take no more. Please give us something. <laughs> I know. Oh, my goodness. I just can't. But um, I cannot wait to hear what Nick and Phil um, have to say in regards to their uh, time in the Big Brother house and the afterlife, going back into reality, Cherry, from a reality show, no pun intended. (laughs) I'm sure it's probably uh, insane because, when you come out of the house, you really don't know what to do yourself, Cherry, because people have been telling you what to do for the past few months. You know, change your battery, no singing, can't eat, have nots, sleep on the floor, all that kind of stuff. So I'm wondering how life has been treating them after. Um, Cherry, um, just before uh, we go there, I just want to say um, – there's also a GoFundMe for the um, 
the Orlando families, um, and I believe they're up to $2 million right now that they've gotten. Um, I know that's a, it's a lot going on right now, guys, but um, every dollar counts. So, I mean, if you can spare some, you know, a couple of dollars, it really adds up uh, to help out Orlando um, tragedy and also uh, James Swift, um, another tragedy in itself. Um, also, I want to say there's been um, somebody added to the NYC Premier Party, uh, Cherry. Did you hear? No. You didn't hear? Well, no, who's going? unfortunately, James had to back out because of prior engagements. So we'll see if the, the names that I got uh, right today, uh, if that's because he's going back at the house. Uh, Jackie, she had to back out. Um, uh, I think she's starting a new job or something like that. Um, but then they added Nikki from Big Brother Canada 4. Wow. Yes. My goodness gracious. So, Nikki will be there, you guys. So, if you've got your tickets and you didn't know, surprise. And if you haven't got your tickets yet, I'm not sure if there's any tickets left, but you better get on the ball. Well, you got to wait first for our show to be done. Right, Cherry? Then go and see if you can buy some tickets. Um, That's right. So, we did lose a couple people, but... We gained Nikki, who is multiple personalities. So it's like gaining like 30 people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I wasn't able to um, meet her when I went up to the Big Brother Canada um, finale party. So I'm excited for that. Um, what do you think about those names that I gave you, Cherry? James, Davon, Nicole, and Frank. What do you think about that? I think it's interesting. I've heard some other rumors, um, but we do have one of your guests already on the switchboard, so maybe they've heard some rumors too. Well, maybe. Let's uh, let's bring up our special guest, Cherry. Let's see. Actually, well, I take that back. Um, yeah, we do have one of them. We have... I'm trying to see which one we have here. I don't really know. I'm going to have to go. If you can talk to the... Let's just bring them up. Let's just bring them up. Let's just do it. Okay. Let's see which one we have. Hello? Hello. Uh, we have... Can I please order a the... large brownie pizza with uh, some jalapeno and uh, pineapple, please? <laughs> two medium diet cokes. This is the wrong number. Jalapeno. Jalapeno. That's dangerous. Stop there. <laughs> you got the brothers. How's it going? What's going on, Nick and Phil? Are you guys together on one line? We're together on one line. Speaker phoning it up. Yes. Oh, awesome. okay. All right. They threw a little curveball at us. We thought they were going to call from different lines, but we got them together, and that's all that matters. Welcome to Manic Monday, Phil and Nick. How are you guys doing tonight? Good, thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we're doing well. How are you? Oh, I'm excited. I miss you boys. We had so much fun at the Big Brother Canada finale. Um, So excited to have you guys on tonight. Um, We have a lot going on. We have a chat room right now that is uh, just saying hi, 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 hi. They're going crazy. So can you say what's up to the chat room real quick, guys? Hi, chat room. We miss you on all your comments. 
<laughs> I guess we can't see the chat room. It says server overload or busy or something like that. But we yeah. sure do say hi. And we want you. and we want to you uh, guys also broke the, you guys broke the internet. We did it again. Well, my butt's not as nice as Kim Kardashian's, but we're we're giving it a go. And we want to send our love to the uh, families that are suffering from the tragedy out in Orlando at the nightclub. Yeah, it's terrible. Pulse nightclub. That uh, that's tough, and no one should have to deal with that. But we uh, our condolences over here. Our condolences. Canada. Yeah, we're thinking of of you guys down there. Yeah, you know it's that's the world that we live yeah. in, and it's sad. It's sad yeah. that we live in a world like this. So, um, thank you for that, boys. I know it's 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 tough to go from one extreme to another, you know, talking about that and then having you guys. You guys are definitely uh, making our days over here. We're we're very happy that you guys are here because we needed a, uh, to lift our spirits up, and you guys are the ones to do it. Well, that's for sure. Yeah, and hopefully we can put a smile on some of your faces. Well, I got a big smile on my face already, so <laughs> don't be giving me no eyes. Don't be giving me no eyes. Give the eyes on the other side <laughs> of the phone. You know that. Nicholas, you don't got no eyes. So. <laughs> no, Nick's got those puppy eyes. He's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you both got the eyes. I'll tell you that right now. Um, first off, let's start off by saying congratulations on your win um, of Big Brother Canada 4. How does it feel to be the winners? It's good because, like, now that we can go back and kind of watch the series and it's lighthearted and we just have a beer in hand and we don't have to worry about anything. And, like, Life is good over here in Canada. Being able to, you know, go to the store and get your own groceries and do your own thing and not have Big Brother telling you to wake up, it's kind of fun. Yeah, I know uh, it's, it's just been fun. And now that everything's kind of wound down a bit, it's, uh, you know, we're enjoying the ride and whatever. Yeah. And people have been so supportive here in our hometown. Um, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. Now, you guys didn't spend all the money yet. You remember I told you when I left, don't spend all your money. You guys have a, a couple of pennies left? Yeah, I have uh, a couple. I mean, we got rid of the pennies, so I got like five cents left. I mean, I I didn't own a car before the house, and I I don't I still don't own a car, and I don't think I'll buy one. No, I'm, just I'm gonna... still daily driving a 1982 car that cost me 500 bucks. I mean, we're just trying to save our money, and you know, we we got a good chance given to us here, and we're gonna try to maybe buy a house together one of these days. Yeah, or something. we'll look at this, some real estate or something like that, but really nothing too crazy. We're not going on any big trips down to Vegas just yet. <laughs> Well, you guys are kind of taking a trip, though. You guys are coming down to the NYC premiere party. How excited are you guys um, that you're coming on down to hang out with us USA and see how we party? I'm so excited for you guys to show us your world because I have never been to New York City. I've only passed, like, through the bridge over it, so I'm I'm excited to party with you guys. You guys are going to show us how, uh, how you guys do it. I've never actually stayed in New York City, and we are just over the moon that we get to we get to go. And Nikki's coming too. Yeah, and Nikki's coming. <laughs> we got Nikki's coming. That's we, all we have... need to say. Nikki's coming. <laughs> so pumped about that! Wow. Yes. Yeah, this is breaking news as of I think I think it was yesterday uh, that uh, we found this out. So um, be prepared for that. Um, oh, so that's cool. So you guys have never been to NYC. So you guys get a lot of things taken off your bucket list, and I guess. Yeah, and we get to meet, you know, some really cool people down there, I think. Yeah. Eh? You know, there's some former house guests that are going to be there that I, I can't wait to get in. I don't know. I hear there's a set of, uh, you know, some good-looking uh, blonde ladies, twins over there. That's that's Nicholas talking, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can tell it was. <laughs> I can tell, yes. Yes, there's going to be a lot. Now, you guys, were you guys Big Brother fans 
beforehand? Was you just Canada? Did you watch U.S.? Uh, was it, or did you guys not watch Big Brother before? I was a Big Brother fan um, for about a year before we got on the show. I just think the game is is uh, brilliant, and um, so this is Philip right now. Just to, just in case you didn't know, yeah, I was a fan of the game. My brother never watched. Big Brother. I had watched uh, season two of Canada, a little bit of season three, and I had watched Coach's season in the state. So like I. I told him to watch them before, and a heck of a lot of yeah. good YouTube relations between uh, like Dr. Rill and stuff. All the good moments in BB history, my brothers kind of walked me through. So then getting to play it after was just it's it's amazing. It's a lot different watching it and then living through it, right? Because you're like watching it, like why did this person do this or why did they say that or why did they act like this? Now do you guys understand? That house is crazy. It's crazy. Like a lot of people, like once you're in there, it's it's nuts. The house is either like thirty degrees too hot or thirty degrees too cold, and it's just everything that happens messes with your head, and it just oh, you lose your mind in there. Yeah. Um, everyone who asks me like, is it real? I say it's more real than you can ever imagine. Like the show is so easy to watch. It's light. It's funny. But in there, the game never rests, and and you're always thinking and, and aware of what's going on, or trying to be as aware as possible. So. It's uh, it's tough. Like yeah, it's the, hard. The game eats at you, and then eventually, like, it gets into your dreams, and like, your life in that Big Brother house is your life outside of it too. It it just consumes you. Yeah, first few nights outside the house, my dreams were all about Big Brother, and getting out of the house is just so much harder than going into it because once you come out, like, there's people everywhere. You're just overwhelmed by everything, and then you're used to having someone tell you do everything and when to wake up and what to eat, and you get out and you have this freedom. It's crazy. I'm starting. Then you to get can actually here. sing. Yeah. Feels like getting yeah, out of jail, to be honest. What did yeah. you say? <laughs> getting out of jail. Yeah. Um, yeah, so how has it been coming out of the house? Because, you know, it's it's like a pun. You know, you go from a reality show and you go back into reality. And it, it's kind of crazy, right? Because, like, when I first got out and, like, I see some people whispering, I'm like, are they trying to evict me from somewhere? Like, uh, are they trying to evict me from this restaurant? Do you guys get those weird kind of feelings sometimes? Time. If Absolutely. I'm I'm watching TV at you know a friend's house and then there's three of us and they both take off to go do something. I'm like, hey, what were you guys doing? Like just just I just gotta know. You just have to know at all times. It's the weirdest thing. And then when people are looking at you, trying to like watch your mannerism the same way you watch it in the house to make sure people aren't getting the wrong impressions. Like, and and now a lot of times people won't come up to you. They'll just kind of look at you and be like, I think like I think those guys were on Big Brother. So like I'm eating a sandwich and I'm just like being super concerned about the way I'm eating my sandwich to make sure I'm not giving them the wrong idea. Yeah. <laughs> How do you eat your sandwiches? I need to see this. <laughs> I mean, I'll see you in New York. I'll, I'll give you a lesson. You don't want to see me eat a sandwich. It's ugly. <laughs> hey, at least I chew with my mouth closed. Me too. <laughs> Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Now, one thing when I was watching you guys walk in the house, and they brought you guys in separate, right? So when, you know, before they revealed, Arissa revealed that you guys were brothers, I was like, ooh, okay, are they going to keep it a secret as long as they can? And then she went and revealed it, and I was kind of, like, bummed out a little bit because I was like, ooh, I wanted to actually see what they would have done if they would have kept it a secret and tried to, like, you know, work that angle what were you guys thinking? Did you did you know that you were working together? Did you uh, want to work together? Did you want to work separate? What did you guys thoughts on that? <laughs> well, we were going to keep it a secret for as long as we could. But, yeah, like you said, Arissa blew our cover pretty quick. I thought that – I honestly thought that for the show it would have been 
probably just as good to keep us separate. And I thought that's what was going to happen. So the minute Arissa came on and blew it up, I was like, okay, that was the intention since since we got in there. Okay. Yeah, and a lot of people were bummed out. They wanted to see how, what we would have done as uh, two separate entities in there. But I think having each other on the same as one person was really helpful to us, and you know, being able to bounce off each other was good for the both of us. Yeah, I'm just surprised the uh, other house guests didn't evict us sooner because. Uh, I mean, we should have been gone week one. They should have figured that out. The fact that we won is that's on them. We should have been gone the first night. Yeah, I mean. Well, well, I thought that they would have been like, well, they kind of were trying to keep this a secret from us one minute into walking in the house. So that's why I was like, oh my god, they're they, you know, they're going to be gone now because now they got basically, you know, they're a threat, you know, because they're going to be like, oh, they're not trustworthy. They didn't tell us that they were brothers. That that was my first thought. And we were, but I mean, luckily, uh, Levita came in as HOH that week, and we built a we built a really good trust with Levita. That I mean, no matter what anyone could have gone in that HOH room and said, she wouldn't have put us on the block that week. We so. just knew how to talk to Levita in on a human level because everyone saw her as this, you know, space alien sort of gamer all the time, and that's fine. But all she wanted was a friend, and that's what we were to her. And you had to basically tell her what she wanted to hear. And live feeds were off for the first week, so no one really got to see the game that we played in week one to save ourselves. So, like, Levita was HOH the first two, twice out of the first four weeks. And we had such a good relationship with her. So, and that kind of set up the – give us some momentum at least and some safety, which was good. That's why we stuck around, I think. Levita, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Levita. Yeah, Levita, go girl. Um, well, you guys kind of had also uh, a different kind of play too, because Nick, you had your kind of friends, and Phil, you had your friends, and like I felt like you guys were able to kind of find out what was going, um, what was going on in the house. That also helped you guys out a lot, right? Oh, absolutely. That the two-headed advantage was definitely a thing, and I think it got kind of underplayed, but. We were both working different crowds in the room and keeping ourselves safe with both those crowds. And right, and if I, I told Nicholas multiple times, the same way you told me, hey, buddy, I'm already in this room. Go go to a different room. Go talk to other people. Go go, uh, go be that social butterfly that you can be, and we both were that. The minute, the minute that we were in the same room, people would get kind of weird, like, where are the brothers? And then the minute people saw us together, just my brother and I talking to each other, they would be like, oh, they're talking game, they're scheming. So It was hard to... Uh, to ease people's nerves and tensions about it. Because everyone was super sketched out with us, so we just kind of had to do our best to get rid of that. that. Right. Yeah. Well, you guys are super sketchy, so, I mean, come on. No. <laughs> just kidding. I see that. Joking, joking. I want to say something, but when I see a podcast or some live feed supposed experts say, you know, the brothers didn't really use their two-man advantage to their advantage. Well, fuck, what are you talking about? We won. I'm sorry for my language. We won the game. How can you say we didn't but use it? <laughs> if we're using our, our two-headed advantage to the point where they're saying that we should, it becomes sketchy, and people know where you are in the house. And if you're watching on live feeds, a lot of times you don't get that vibe, but you can hear conversations in the pink room from the blue room and vice versa. Like, when you're in the house, like, obviously you know out of all people how it is. Like, it's just, yeah. it's a different world. Yeah. I think people say that because they're like, you know, a lot of people didn't take the advantage of putting you guys up on the block as much as they thought you they, they should have. But they also, there was so much more going on in the house, you know, between the Levita side and the Kelsey and Jared side that kind of pushed you guys into like a little kind of corner where you kind of watch them duke it out first and then when it came to numbers you guys were too you know so it was smart to keep you guys around if if you were a part of you know if you were part of my alliance i would have at that point right and the, and the difficulty was 
you know, that was big, and just making sure we had no alliance, you know? Yeah. Like, we were telling everyone, we're going to help you out, as to when we split, and then, but we were telling that to everyone, so it was, that was hard to manage as well. Because the minute you join an alliance, you join Team Jared, or you join the other side of things with Dallas, I mean, people would get super sketched out. Um, what if they did split? Yeah, they, it wasn't Team Jared. It was Team Jared, Kelsey, and Raul. Yeah. There were three people yeah. that each contributed. You know, Kelsey, Kelsey actually did do a lot of the thinking there. For Kelsey Jared. did a lot of the thinking in that, in that three-headed monster, let me tell you. Oh, and, yeah. uh, and, you know, and there was also the middle and uh, Cassandra and Tim that were, uh, that relationship was budding pretty quick too. So yeah. it was hard to kind of seat ourselves properly. Because there was just a lot going on. Yeah. And there was, was a lot going on. You could, well, I had a some... question from somebody on Twitter, and his name is Alex, at, um, at not to Boharam. I don't know how you say last, that last thing. He said, how long did it take you guys to adjust your strategies to playing as a pair? Did it, Even to the end, were you guys like, uh, we still didn't figure this out, but we won? Or did you guys kind of figure it out right away? I think that, like, five minutes after the fact that Arissa came on, we kind of thought about it, sat there with ourselves, and realized that there is a way to use this to our advantage. Um, and that was for me to kind of, in the beginning, settle back. We are two physical threats walking around the house. For the first four weeks, we had to be one dummy and one gamer just to set up the relationships. And then we could sort of, like, the first half of the game was definitely different than the second half of the game. And there's people that trusted my brother, and then there's people that trusted me. So you have to basically just work every relationship individually um, without having other people in the house getting concerned about what you're doing in different rooms. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. if you start to overplay it, and then if I was to start gaming really hard, my brother would start gaming really hard, that's when people would say, you know what, there's two gamers here in two different rooms right now covering twice the ground. And plus, that's I mean, fair. there was, you know... Uh, a number of other gamers in the house, 16, we were 17 heads in there, so 16 yeah. other people that couldn't even keep their own game under wraps. So, you know, credit where credit is due. Nicholas, great job. We were two people in the house that didn't get caught up once. And we couldn't well, even... we might have got caught up once or twice, but we, we managed to... But we couldn't even talk to each other because the minute we were talking to each other, people would just get so frustrated about it. The minute Dallas would see my, my me having, like, cereal with my brother, he'd run upstairs <laughs> and tell everyone, the brothers are scheming, the brothers are scheming. Yeah. It's interesting. Oh, gosh. Now, there was something uh, that was pretty funny. I-, I-, I thought it was hilarious. Was your fake fight. That was oh, yeah, probably pretty was easy so for you guys to do because I'm sure you guys fight a lot. Talk a little bit about that. So it started out as kind of this thing from Big Brother where we just had to fake out a fight, and then we realized that we needed people to buy it, and then I think at one point we just started to believe it. And we when we started... went to the HOH room, uh, and... after everything happened, my brother actually started poking jabs, and I was just like, buddy, this is a fake fight, but it – it just got it worked because then like yeah. that was the that was the point in time that Tim believed it was real. So he had a conversation with my brother for probably like an hour and a half just talking about brother things, and I was downstairs smashing cups. It was awesome. Yeah, hey everyone, <clears throat> everyone thinks Tim and Cass got me so good. Well, we got we got Tim so good. So that that we we tied there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, was fun though. Funny. The fight was good, but it did get. Because we just rehashed old subjects that we had thought about before, so yeah. it actually just turned into a fully fully fledged argument. Yeah, it was. It was. I think it was pretty easy for you guys to do that because I'm sure you know, being brothers, that telling me get the heck out of the just, HOH. We've been there for three days, so I mean, just throwing my stuff over the railing was yeah, just a yeah. exaggeration of the way he really felt. <laughs> it was hilarious. Good. It was definitely hilarious. We enjoyed a very good entertainment factor. I enjoyed it. It was fun to do. 
Yeah, it was. Well, besides that, Erica, Erica, a.k.a. Evil E, she says, besides the winning, what was your favorite moment and your least favorite moment while living in the house? Oh, favorite moment's an easy one for me. Um, when our parents, like my mom came in and we got to finally see them, it had been a long, a long time at that point without any connect, like communication from home. So just being able to give my mom a hug in real life and being able to hear her voice was, was crazy. Cause I had forgot how her voice sounded. Like it was, yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Seeing parents and seeing my mom and, and, and seeing other people enjoy the company of their own loved one was really nice to see. And, uh, it really gave us a perspective on what matters, we're in, we're in there playing a game, but at the end of the day, you know, family first. Family first, and also I'd have to throw in when Ramsey, when Ramsey left, that he, was the hardest time for. You know, the, we he left with a message, and that exactly what I just said. It's a game. Don't forget about your morals and and stuff like that while you're in here. Just just we'll all be friends after this. It's and, so easy to get wrapped up in the game and just let it take control of your life. Like it is easy and. I'll throw a third thing in there. Also, um, day 36, Raul won, wins HOH, but I saw my brother working so hard on that treadmill, and it, it, I just broke down that night when I realized how, how important he was to me in my, in, in my entire life. Like, I never actually – I took him for granted. I took you for granted a bit. I still love you. I Aww. still love you. Yeah, so that was a big moment for me. Oh, you guys are getting all sentimental on us. I like that. Brotherly We're going love. over the, uh, the, old, the old battle wounds here. Hard not to. Yeah, I know, I know it. Oh, I mean, that must have been really hard uh, with the whole Ramsey situation. I mean, um, you know, these people, uh, you live with them, and it's like you are, they're the only people in the world at that moment, you know, and you get so close with these people so fast, you know, and um, it must have been really emotional to see that happen and to, and to be a part of that, huh? Yeah, it was it was very hard. And my brother had a really good relationship with Ramsey. They were really close friends. Yeah. So seeing that happen to him out of, like, uh, it was tough. I had a breakdown that day. Ramsey's such a good guy, and, and his dad's doing a lot better now, so we're happy to hear that. Yeah, and yeah. Our love goes out yeah. to uh, to his family. His sister's super cool, too. <laughs> yeah, she's wicked cool, and uh, it was heart-wrenching seeing that. But in, in the other aspect, that was one of my favorite moments, too, is watching you guys um, have your family come in and uh, – um, being able to talk with them and hug them and kiss them and all that kind of stuff. That was amazing to watch. And you know what? It's one of those things that it probably gave you another kick in the butt, like, you know, why you're there and what you're there for and the purpose behind you being in there and being with that loony bin. And uh, it probably put a lot of things into perspective. Well, the next day we went on the block and we were more than happy to take that seat just yeah. because uh, it was right after we saw our mom and she said, hey, you know, it's the final stretch. Enjoy, I mean, enjoy the rest of your time in here. Like, she didn't, like, they couldn't really tell us anything about the outside world, but all we did get from her was the fact that you guys were never supposed to make it this far. And from there on, because, you know, <laughs> whatever happens, our relationship's better. I'm happy to be here with you. What happens, happens. So that's why when we went on the block, it wasn't even an act. Like, oh, we're stoked to be on the block. It was like, it's whatever. We're, we're fun guys. And we every t- it seems like the more crappy a situation is, the more we try to make it as fun as possible. And we just felt like, that was, that was the way to do it, it you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Um, and what did your family and your mom and everybody say when you won? Were they like, get out of here? You actually, you guys actually won? What? <laughs> my dad, I hadn't talked to my dad in, like, at that point, probably, like, 90 days. 
Um, so he just, I just broke down when I saw him. He gave me a huge hug, and he just wouldn't let me go. And my dad's, like, not really a sentimental guy and not really a touchy-feely guy. So, like, the fact that he was holding on to me, just giving me a hug like that was, like, I broke down. And he said, like, I'm so proud of you guys. Like, I couldn't be more proud. And that was probably my best moment, like, outside of the house. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's great. I'm sure your friends and family were very excited to have you home and have you home as winners. Yes. Amazing. It's amazing. It was the youngest winner of um, all time, so you know what? That's pretty that's pretty cool too. Plus I went in the house with like minus a thousand bucks. So coming out <laughs> and being able to go buy myself a a victory beer was, was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um now what do you guys I mean, I know you guys are very vocal about the international players. Um what were your guys' thoughts on um, Nikki and Tim coming in? Uh, were you guys like, who are these people, and why are they here? What are they doing? Um, what were your thoughts on that? And also the fact of uh, Tim being a very strategic person, more than probably you guys knew, right? Um, so, like, I knew I knew who Tim was before before I met him in the house, and I knew what he was capable of and what was actually going on in his mind and how his brain worked. Because, like, two weeks before going into the house, my brother was showing me, I guess, like, all these characters from Big Brother. So we had watched, like, a 30-minute diary clip of Tim in the diary room in Australia, his yeah. version of Big Brother. And what he did in there. And no one else really knew who he was. So I think the only people that were on to Tim pretty early were myself and, like, Mitch maybe in the beginning. And, no, I, and, like, I knew the only way to, uh, to get Tim on your side was to be sort of this misfit outcast guy. And uh, that was a big part of our strategy in, in, in sort of not manipulating Tim, but building a relationship there. Because I've always seen myself as a bit of an outcast and a misfit, so I, I got along well with Tim in the beginning, and I think he saw that we were different than the rest of the players in the sense that we were brothers, and he had met brothers in his Australian version, and they, like, they did well there. So, yeah, uh, Tim kind of took us under his wing in the beginning, and we built a really good relationship. And we, Tim is very similar to my brother. Like, Philip and Tim are a similar – like, they're the same people, so – once Philip figured that out and they kind of worked that out, we knew how to work with him. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he did a good job of working Canada. He did a good job of working the house. He did a good job of... But uh, I was watching some episodes and, like, DR stuff that I, I had said, like, we're on to Tim, and it, I don't know, it never, yeah, no. never aired. Nicholas, we know you're a smart guy. And then, hey, whoa, relax. <laughs> no, it's just... <laughs> the only thing, we look more stupid than we are. It's okay, it's fine. The show has to make a show. Um... Tim I was excited about, we were both excited about, everyone else, for the most part, except for a few individuals, were, saw Tim as a threat, Dallas gets up and says, whoever's at HOH puts them up, they're gone. Uh, so we were not thinking the same way as them. Cassandra, too, said, this is a tool for me. And Nikki, we always knew, I always foresaw her going final six, final four type of thing as a pawn. And then so, with the whole international thing, when we declared war on the internationals, that was basically, we were on the block, we needed a way out. We need to create a kind of diversion to create a conflict with someone else. If people saw that we were going after the internationals and not them, it would have given them more incentive to keep us in the house. So that's what that was about. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was actually smart. I mean, you gotta you, you gotta do whatever you can do in that house, right? Exactly. I mean, gotta, if your if your back's against the wall, you gotta fight. Yeah, and, and I felt like Tim, even by you know sort of declaring war on him, yeah, he'd be mad, but he's this weird wild card personality that could potentially see, you know, uh, just some value in us doing that and, and kind and of respect it. And there know? was also a way that Tim's the kind of guy that would have been like, I like what you guys did there. I thought about it. It's smart. Let's work together. 
So there was always still that door open once everyone else sees that there's open conflict to go work with that person. So all our doors were open. And and one thing I'll talk about that I saw in the show is that when, I think it was Final Four or Final Five, whatever, Tim and Cass, Tim said, I'm done with Cass, blah, 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 after the popcorn pit. No one believed that. No. We all knew but that Cass yeah. and Tim were still working together, trying to find mm-hmm. a way to get Cass to stay yeah, it was Final Five, so that's yeah. why Joel took off. Like, we, <laughs> it's funny to watch. They weren't fooling anyone, just had to throw it in there. All right, well, it's, it's good to know because it seems like they think that they were throwing you guys off a little bit. But, I mean, y- y- the scenarios you run in your head, it definitely was a possibility that they were pulling your legs. So, oh, um, big anything was possible in the house. Yeah, we and the whole Tim and Cass thing, like it was always so obvious to everyone in the house, but like I guess outside world, you you only see what you see. So and and another, I'm sorry, we my brother and I just like we love we actually love talking about the game. So just cut us off, whenever we need to stop. But we we made a treaty in the final three with with Tim and and Kelsey also to get rid of Cass. Like Tim I, completely went against Cass. It was hilarious. And like yeah, the whole. Whatever, Cass didn't throw it. Maybe she didn't throw it. She saw that there was a chance that she might win it, and she didn't in that, fi- in that HOH crump. Um, but whatever, <laughs> there was a, a treaty in place with Tim and Kelsey and ourselves that we knew that wouldn't be broken. Um, oh, yeah, it never made. One, uh, one, one last thing about, about Cassandra. I know there was no question asked right now, but I just have to say it. In my opinion, in Big Brother, a fake promise is better than no promise. That's why she mm-hmm. paid. That's why she stayed. She said, I'm going to throw it. And guess what? If you don't throw it, you're just a big friggin' liar. But if you do, then great. You threw it. So, yeah. I mean, there's no losing at that point going against someone like Joel where, you know, Joel would probably try anyways and be more likely to win. So we took we, every promise that, you know, Cass would give us or whatever. It was, sure, you know what, Cass, you might do it, you might not. But a little bit of a fake word is better than no words. <laughs> Let's let Michelle ask us a question. Are you okay yeah. with that? Because we've yeah, been yeah. ranting for like 10 yeah. minutes. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I love listening to you guys. I, I definitely do. I, I love talking about the game, too. So I, I like the way you guys are answering the questions. Um, so let's back up a little bit. Now, you guys yeah, have been out of you know, the house. Well, no, I just want to say, you guys have been out of the house for a little bit. So, because some people, like, it took me four years to watch my entire season, okay? Like, I watch snippets of people telling me, oh, you've got to watch this and you've got to watch that, but to actually watch it in full. Have you guys just watched snippets of things, or have you guys started watching it from day one? I've, um, I've watched the show about three quarters, but I, it's all chopped up. Like, I see this episode, and then I, I go back to the beginning. I haven't watched it full through from day one to day 77. I've watched probably a total of four episodes. I've been just enjoying being outside and being able to do my own things. I've been yeah. trying to get out of Big Brother mode for a little bit. And what's great is, is yeah, watching the show, and we see, yeah, okay, well, that could be seen as a mistake, but ultimately was it because we won. So, I mean, it's easy to watch as, as the winner, and it's nice. Because I know there's oh, some people be. that have been rewatching and beating themselves up a little bit over what they did and, right. you know, what they didn't see for us, no matter what went wrong, it's something that went right that led us to winning. So if I look stupid somewhere and, and we did something wrong, okay, maybe I almost self-nominated, but it's whatever because we took the paycheck home. So it makes life a little easier. Can we talk about that for a sec? I was never going to sit on that freaking chair. Ever. <laughs> ever. Yes. What? Ever. 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 Like, I have to. Because 
Fucking hell. I get mad when I hit this subject because, oh, whatever. Next question, Michelle. Well, I just wanted to ask you guys, with with what you watched, um, was there somebody that surprised you, you know, their diary rooms, or was there something that you didn't know about that you were kind of surprised or shocked about? From what I've seen so far, everyone was pretty easy to read in the house, which kind of was nice knowing, and a lot of the time stuff were like, oh, the brothers, they're not seeing this, as Big Brother talks. It's like, no, we did see that. We just didn't go to the DR and rant about it or go talk to cameras about it because we didn't have to. And I could read this guy's face from a mile away. Whenever something was off, I could just, like, we could just talk with our eyes, and that was an advantage for us because we never had yes, to go. Yes, you do talk with your eyes. I'll agree with that, boys. Michelle, <laughs> you know what we're talking about. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I do. I do. Um, all right, so there was nothing shocking or anything. (laughs) All right, so my next question will be, there was so many things going on in that house. I mean, there was a lot of wild cards. There was a lot of different kind of twists and stuff. Um, I wanted to know what your thoughts are about the double fake eviction, then LaVita and Kelsey staying in a room, watching and listening to you guys, and then picking somebody to come back and then having them kind of reveal information. I know that's a lot right there, but give us um, your thoughts on that because it was crazy to see that. I'm a fan of twists in Big Brother. I thought it was a cool twist that did not involve um, the the Canada's population's input. It was just two gamers that were still sequestered. And, you know, LaVita sharing information with Kelsey – fine. That just means there was a flaw in Mitch's game that allowed a twist to impact his game. I'm a fan of the twist, and I I like the fact that one of them came back in. And I think at that point, it's like, you know, whatever happened, happened. Big Brother just threw some cards in the deck and said, play it how you want. Levita didn't have to tell Kelsey anything in Sequestering. Right. They could have talked about Mm -hmm. Rose instead of talking about game. It happened the way it was. And if you're playing that kind of a game, it can always come back and bite you. You never know when Big Brother is going to put you on the TV when you're in the DR or something. Exactly. And that's something you always have to be mindful about. And that's something that a lot of people don't think about. That was one of my big things. Uh, for the first four or five weeks in the house was don't have too much of a game. Don't have your hand in too many big things. Because if someone comes back, if one of the first four victims wind up back in the house, you could very well have your game exposed. And it's like the whole Ica ripping up the letters thing. You have to be so mindful of everything you do because you never know when who is watching and what's happening. So it's tough. Regarding that big double eviction, I'm a fan of it. You know, I think Kelsey and I have a good relationship. So her coming back in uh, was a good thing. And in the way that they came in the house, I, at first I thought they were going to have Canada choose, right? Me so too, then they had too. you guys choose. And it had to be unanimous. And it, it was there a lot of back and forth, or were you guys pretty much kind of, all right, I want this person to come in, that's it? For us, we had a, we knew we had a really good relationship with Kelsey, but we also had a really good relationship with LaVita. So I think we were covered for pretty much both bases. Uh, so when it came time to making a unanimous decision for us, it was pretty much like, let the others fight it out. We'll sit back and we'll deal, we'll deal with the cards that, that, that come back. Yeah, neither of those two evictees, from the fake double, neither Kelsey nor Levita would have been 
coming after us. And we um, had nothing to hide with either of them. So even if they had divulged their whole game plan and told each other what they were doing, the brothers never would have come into play in a negative right. point. And, and LaVita coming back would have been great, too. She's awesome, and we love her. Yeah. Yes, I would have. I wondered what would have happened if if Levita came back in. How it, you know, how it would have played out. You know, because uh, it was kind of tumultuous the way that she left. Were you guys surprised that Maddie uh, backdoored kind of her own alliance so early off? Like we were just all watching it. Like, what are you thinking right now? Um, your numbers are big right now. You don't want to do that now. You want to wait till the numbers dwindle. Were you guys all kind of shocked that Maddie went and uh, pulled a backdoor in her own alliance? Not really, because, I mean, there were words of her wanting to backdoor us if we hadn't won the veto. Um, so, I mean, it, Maddie was just a wild card. She was going to do whatever she wanted to do in her mind. It wasn't about an alliance. It wasn't about game. It was about what Maddie wanted. So, at that moment, when we won the veto, Maddie wanted Levita gone. So, you know. She did what a lot of players do wrong in Big Brother. If I could tell anyone one piece of advice is don't game too hard too quick. It's a marathon. And she wanted to make a big move early, and and ultimately she got rid of one of her own, you know, numbers. I won't call it alliance, perhaps. Maybe they weren't, but I think more of Levina wasn't going after Maddie at that point. So I mean, a lot of times people that win the game and succeed in the game are the people that get zero airtime at the start of the season and yeah. aren't playing big. Because if you play too big from the get-go, you become a target, you become a threat, and you put blood on your hands. So, and our thing was actually keeping targets in there. Honestly, house. if you're going into the Big Brother house, sit back, eat some ice cream, enjoy, and watch everyone else who's trying to leave some sort of big legacy behind. Let them get evicted. Right. The big personalities. Exactly. Quick. They go quick, typically. And the big exactly. gamers, big personalities, big gamers, they'll they'll take a hike pretty pretty quick. Well, I, I'm a little like I was kind of surprised. I mean, if you think about it, technically, three wild cards made it to the final three, right? So you guys yeah. being Brothers, you made it to the finale. Kelsey got double evicted, uh, fake eviction. Got to see you guys in the house for a week. Went back in. That that to me is a wild card. And then you got Tim, the international player. You know, so really at the end, I mean, you would think that you guys would have had these kind of targets on you know each each one because of the different you know uh, aspect of the play in the game. And yet the three wild cards made it to the end. Pretty cool. I think, I think right? so, and I think that says something about each person that was there in the final three's game. Tim played a fantastic game. Having been dealt this big target on his back, he decided to play it off like I'm here to help you guys, when in reality he had his own meal, like, meal plan. Um, my brother, yeah, <laughs> his own agenda. agenda yeah. Uh, my brother and myself, we played our own game um, that worked in the, the week that Raul was HOH and, you know, uh, Mitch went on the block, and people. Jared was saying, "Back to the brothers, back to the brothers." There's no way in hell that Raul would have ever put us up on the block. And Kelsey, she played a really solid game when she came back into the house. And you know, even before that, she was playing a really good game. That I don't think she really gets enough credit. She for does her. not get enough credit. That girl, she's smart. Yeah, she definitely did play a good game. I mean, she made it to final two, right? She did something right. Yeah. yeah. It's it's so easy for people to uh, make comments and opinions of this, that, and the other thing. But you know what? At the end, you know, you guys won hands down, and uh, you can kind of just, you know, throw that check in their face if they have something to say. So, boom, drop and the that's mic what, that's right what Tim there. said. He said, I mean, there's no matter what, there's only going to be one person at the end of the day that says, I played a flawless game despite the flaws. And luckily, that's us. But I think that Tim played a fantastic game. Um you know, no matter what, I think final two situation, Tim would have 
had a good 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 chance at winning. You would have so, won. Yeah, exactly. So I think our final two situation was pretty good for us. Yeah. Who and it's easy now talking about the game. We're, we're we're about four weeks removed. So I mean, are we exactly? Yeah. yeah well, so we're a month out of the house, and it's easy to talk. And I I I I'm okay talking a little more aggressively about our game and defending it because after seeing all kind of the tweets and and we we got some a lot of hate. So you know what? Like you said, Michelle, wave the check in their face. But I use these calls as as a as a way of defending our game and, and sticking up for what we actually. You know, because there's a lot of times where people even misread what we were thinking and what we were talking to about, like, between ourselves. So, I mean, of all people, Michelle, you know exactly what it is. Yeah, I mean, you were in there, and... uh, Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure now that you've watched your season, you watch back, and you're like, really? Like that? Okay. You know, it's whatever. It it is. I I mean, it's like I lived in the house, you know. I'm like, I don't want to, you know, watch it and, you know, watch this, that, and the other, that. But I, I definitely found out a, a couple things here and there that I was unaware of and just different talk and chatter behind your back, you know, it, but mm-hmm. that, that's the game. And it comes with the game. Um, a lot of people also say, you know, I played a clean game and I, you know, in that game, you have to lie a little bit, don't you boys? I mean, that's kind of part of the game and it, it really yeah. pisses me off when people are like, well, I played a, a clean game. Well then what the hell are you doing? You're, there's a, it's a game. You just said it in, in the words, it's a game games. You know what? You've got to maybe, kind of ruffle some feathers and make some lies and promises and that's just the way it goes right there's yeah there's no such thing as a squeaky clean game in the game of big brother i think derek played what's close to a cleanish as clean possible game as you can but i mean we did try to keep our character in the house and you know stay true to ourselves but at the same time it is big brother we're there to win the paycheck and we're going to be playing that game from you know until we get out of the house so yeah there were moments where we, we did lie, we did stretch the truth, we had to do what we had to do to win. But we were in the house with Tim and with Cassandra and Joel at the end, whom, us compared to them, they are, like, massive lies. Like, they would fabricate information and just toss it outside into the house and see how it developed. Like, they, they stirred the pot uh, far greater than we, we did. Um, so we, we And then the whole blow-up with Cass and Tim at the table... That was really just to prove to Kelsey that we were on board with her and we weren't lying. Because Kelsey is... She believed us the minute that my eyes got big and I started yelling, and the same with my brother. So the whole brother's blowing up and yelling and making a scene was associated with the truth. So, it's, and it's not because we're huge, you know, uh, pricks and we, we like yelling at, at, at women or, and yelling at people. No, absolutely not. It's we're, part of the game. It's part of the game. It's just how it is. Oh. And yeah. you're living with these people, and you're playing a game with them, and you're having dinner with them, and you, it's like, you know, you can't get away from these people. So, of course, there's going to be some words said amongst each other that, you know, in the outside world, you just don't do that, you know? So, yeah. people, you got to understand, it's for money. So, and you know what, you got to so do what you got to do. Line, and uh, in that reality in there is exactly that. It's a reality. Like, you, you become the game, and... Yeah, but at the same time, the brothers were prepared to to do what we had to do to win, and I think that, you know, we tried to play as clean as we could, but there were moments where our backs were against the wall, and we had no choice but to lie a little bit, you know? Hey, you got to do what you got to do, right? Um, yeah. We have uh, Leslie Kay. She says hi. Her and her dog have to say hi to you guys. She's she's oh. Hi, Leslie. We've got some of your tweets, Leslie. We love you. And your jib jabs are cool. She's- yeah. She loves you guys big time, and, and Sebastian also um, 
is giving you guys shout outs. Everybody's giving you guys shout outs. You, you got a lot of love out there. So, you know what it is? There's Actually, people that. Yes, my Jerry? We have a call um, on hold waiting to talk to both and Nick and you. Okay. You Phil, Nick, do you mind taking a call? Of course, yeah. All right, let's do it, Jerry. All right. We have Sebastian on awesome. the switchboard. Um, hi, cool. Sebastian. Hey, Sebastian. Hi, Michelle. Hi, hi Nick. Nice hi, to Phil. finally be able to talk to you. Hey, Sebastian. What's thank going you. on? Thank you, too. Yeah, uh, my, my question is for you, Nick, and Phil. I want to thank you for all the Snapchats and stuff you've been sending me. It's been keeping us going. That support's awesome. You're, you're amazing. We love you. Is there anything you wanted to ask Thank us? you. Yeah, my question is, um, what competition like HOH have not or Vito did you guys like the most? The most Ooh, fun. There's okay, a you lot there. Hmm. I, uh, I think it's different for both of us, but I really like the popcorn pit because it broke it. It uh, really uh, was the beginning uh, of a big fracture in the Three Show Alliance. Uh, I, um, I pretty much, <laughs> I don't want to say forced, but I convinced Joel that I would let him win it, and he started helping me, giving me cards and stuff, and then Tim sort of freaked out on Joel and, uh, and on Cassandra. So that was a really big, and that was also a really fun comp in, just in, 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 in general. It was fun, it was hard, it was sweaty, and uh, I like that a lot. I think my favorite one would have been the... Uh, not not fun wise, but trading fates where I was stuck on the treadmill for uh, for a while there. That was the moment that my brother realized just how bad I wanted to win this game and just how involved I wasn't ready to do anything that I had to do to win. And I think that's when he had his realization that I was there to play the game too. So that was my uh, that was my moment. Good question, Sebastian. Thank you so much. Thanks, Seb. Thanks, Seb. Thanks, we'll thanks, take care. Sebastian. We'll that later. Take care. Have a great night. Coming. <laughs> Thank you, you too. Good night, hon. And we have one more call. Oh. All right, from let's bring up the next caller. Les- we have Leslie coming up. Hi, Leslie. Hi, guys. Hey, hey how are you? Good, how are you all? Good, happy to hear Fantastic. from you. Fantastic. Good. I am so glad that you all are discussing your game because I, for one, as a fan, I am totally pro-bro and so sick of hearing that you all are gullible or lucky, and I love that you all are breaking it down. And that's all I wanted to say, really. <laughs> thank, oh, thank you so you much. Leslie. And I knew, I told my mom this, we went to the, we went to get a bite to eat earlier, uh, yesterday, actually, and she said, and I told her, I'm like, I don't care if anyone disagrees, I'm telling people what our game was. It's been a month since the house, and... Hate it or love it, you're going to hear it, and uh, that that's it. So thank you, Leslie. We know people like you who have been supporting us, and hashtag pro bro. You guys want to hear it, too. And yes. I know, like, for fact, wanna, that you were there yes. for my mom when, you know, people were kind of tearing us apart, and it meant the world to her and to us as well. And it's I fun that, you, you know, the Pax Bros are just going to lay it out in the line. We're done biting our tongues. and Yeah, and, I mean, we, we, um, we wanted to stay politically correct throughout the whole process, and now that we see that we can sort of get away with really talking what's, what's in our heart and what's on yeah, our mind. Yeah, in the mind. beginning when we were doing interviews, a lot of we were just trying to keep our mouths shut about everyone else in the house. And, you know, like when you hear people talking about your, your own game on other podcasts, like, you know, I think it's time that everyone kind of hears what we had in mind too. Yeah, seriously. So, thanks, well, Leslie. I think you played it great. I think you played it great. And I love you both. We're wishing, uh, we're wishing your dog a speedy recovery. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing much better, thanks. Great, so happy to hear it. Take care, Leslie. All right. Take Thank care, you, Leslie. Thank you, Leslie. 
Bye, Michelle. Bye. Bye. Um, Phil and Nick, I'm a little bit taken back right now because people are giving you shit. You know, it's so funny that, you know, people can but talk I'm... a lot on the Internet and all that kind of stuff. But I, I just want to make a comment to you guys real quick. You know what? It's better to be talked about than not to be talked about at all, number one. Right. Number two, you got either the lovers or the haters. And you know what you do? You don't even pay attention to the haters and you just give love to your lovers because you know what? That's what the haters want. The haters want you to, you know, throw back and do all that. And you know what? You got your fans to do that for you. Um, I'm sure your fans probably have your back a lot, don't they? Yeah, well, there's, there's fighters, you know, when there's one comment in the in the photo on a photo or something, I have probably ten people defending me, so it's kinda nice. And the same people who are hating on you are the same ones who uh, subscribe to you and, you know, follow you on Instagram. So thanks for your support, guys. Yeah, thanks for your support. And I'm I'm pretty sure if you were to meet either of us in, in just the real world, you'd uh, you'd change your opinion pretty quick because we're, uh, we're okay. We're all right. I think we're all right, people. I we, we understand that everyone in that house is, uh, is, is assigned a character, and we sure as hell went against Cassandra and, and who her character was in there, and that pissed a lot of people off. So, um, But what people don't realize is the fact that, all these people, you know, like they're like, oh, you know, the brothers had an argument with Cassandra. They're assholes. We hate them. Let's just tear them apart on social media. Cassandra and the brothers were great. Like, we're friends. Everyone who was in that house, whether we conflicted with them or not, we get along with great because we all shared that one thing in common. And I think a lot of people that are outside that kind of spectrum don't get that, is that I could go give Cass a huge hug right now, and we're, we're best friends, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So if, if, if the mean, people inside that house are friends after – um, it would be nice for the media. people on the so- on social media and that watched it if they could be respectful and nice too, you know. Yeah. But we know that's that's, uh, right. that's a high hope and and kind of a yeah no it's, it's I mean, unrealistic it, but whatever. If the people who yeah, it's it wrapped up about it in real life, nor so the people on social media. It's been a month since the show happened. People just need to get over it and you know Big Brother 18's coming. It's yeah. Something you to look, forward, look to. forward to that. I know. Are you guys excited about that? Will you guys be watching? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. For sure. They were try supposed to, make, to reveal uh, the cast today. Oh, that would be fun. I'm sure they would actually love to have you guys um, as a guest. Um, it's going to be a week from Wednesday, you guys. So I was telling everybody, prepare yourself because you're going to be uh, kind of hibernating for three months because and the everybody watches. Right? Yeah, the cast reveal will be tomorrow. And then there's also rumor mills of people going back and no you guys I'm not in sequester I'm here talking live with the the Pax Bros okay <laughs> so I wish I was I wish I was but uh no I'm here with the Pax Bros well, and they are amazing you guys are both you guys are both so great and amazing to me and you know coming from America and you know being there was only a couple of us there you know it was my second year going and um, I get excited you know meeting you guys too and stuff but you guys were very very welcoming and I just want to thank you for being so cool to me thank you well, it's thank a pleasure you were fun to party with we love you the brothers love you yeah yeah winning <laughs> Okay, um, I'm going to go a little bit off the game right now, um, and I wanted to actually ask, we have a question, um, Talon uh, Bakchioke, I don't know how you say your last name, and this is actually for Nick. Okay. So, Nick, what inspires your poetry, and have you written any new poems since leaving the BB house? Um, actually, I haven't written anything really new since leaving the house, Um 
but I think I just get in like my moods there and I I know I don't know if it ever made the show but I did have a talk about having a like cyclothemia so it's like a milder form of bipolar without the manic phases thank you for being on manic Monday though um so yes yeah, get in like a mood whether it be high or whether it be low I kind of just vent out there and you know that poetry comes out of it sometimes painting I don't know just find a source to, an outlet but I haven't written anything since but I'm sure I'll get back uh back behind the pen one of these days mm-hmm. awesome okay um well I know living in that house um you, you the, the food choices lacked um wanted to know what your thoughts on slop was and also what was the first meal that you wanted as soon as you stepped out of the house? Slop is horrendous. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> I was I was I was ignorant enough to think that I could get through it no problem. Within a few hours, I was uh, I was destroyed yeah. of slop. Because like the the Manic. first day, like the first day or two, we were like, oh yeah, you know, brothers, we can do this. We can do slop. Trying to convince ourselves that we could, and we thought we actually could. Day three. You're just oh. ex- absolutely exhausted. It breaks you down. My brother lost 13 pounds. I lost 13 pounds in one week, and I was eating a lot of slop. So, like, there's no way you can be a properly functioning human being when you're losing that kind of weight. And I found it for myself, it gave me a migraine every time I would eat it. So. Yeah, it, the first 24 hours was just migraine. I don't know what it was about it, but it just, ugh. Yeah. And it just sits in your throat. So the first meal that we wanted when we came out of the house was, believe it or not, a solid, uh, McDonald's. solid McDonald's run, McDick's run. We had McDonald's right after we left. There. I had a nice uh, double burger there, and it was delicious. <laughs> double Big Mac. Oh, I thought you were going to say pizza with pepperoni and jalapenos. <laughs> <laughs> I did have that the last night. That was good. Oh, yeah. cool. Well, I mean, you guys should have done what I did. I just happened to win every competition of slop, and I was the only one for my season that wasn't on slop once. Are you serious? You really missed out, Michelle. What are you yeah. Doing? Yeah, I'm badass. You guys got to watch Big Brother 10. You'll you'll like it. It's one of the best seasons of Big Brother ever. Not just because I was on it, but it really was. But uh, I had to also eat crickets and a raw pig ear. That was hairy. Okay, I would rather go on slop for like a week or two than do that. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, I tried slop. We did a lot of things. We made uh, slop popsicles, slop pancakes, slop meatballs. We We did a lot. We were very... Um, inventive with the slop, but I mean it's different when you don't have to eat it. I was like, oh, it's not too bad, but like you said, it's it's kind of a more of a mental thing with the slop, don't you think? Absolutely. And physically, yes, but mental, one, it's huge. Yeah, and, and it, it it is a week. I mean, it's a long week, and if you're on the block, that just adds to the stress. It's it's tough. It really is tough. I wouldn't know though. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I didn't win the money either. So who, who's laughing at who now, right? I, I would eat slot for fifty grand. I was just gonna say, if ever I wound up in the house with you somehow, I'd throw every comp you were with just so you were on slot for a week. Yeah, even if we we're on the same team, we'd make sure you try it out. Well, uh, thank you. I think. <laughs> oh, I'm not, don't I'm, not, I'm not really sure how I'm gonna take that, but uh, anyway. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't want to be on stop, so I chose not to. So I just won every competition. That's all it takes, guys. That's all you got to do. I mean, there were there were even weeks where we were ready to throw it based on who was on our team. Yeah, so. the baseball one I wanted to throw, but then I just started having way too much fun. So. <laughs> and I was just too busy holding it down with beers on the sidelines. So. 
That's right. Uh, uh, now, uh, you guys, have you guys been in contact with everybody from your season? I mean, I, I've seen that there's <clears> been a lot of traveling back and forth and visiting and stuff like that. Have you guys uh, been able to run into anybody or um, doing any appearances and stuff like that? Yeah, we got, uh, I mean, we've seen Ramsey, we've seen uh, Kelsey, we've seen Raul, we got to see Paige, I think she's beautiful. Um, who else have we got to see since? Um, I, I, oh. We met, sorry, Adele, we got to meet Adele, and, and Niagara Falls, obviously, you were there with us, and we got to party pretty good, so we met all the, uh, we just got back from Edmonton yesterday, and we're going back on tour uh, tomorrow with John Party from season two, so excited. Do that with him. Oh, MG. Sandra. We're gonna awesome. we're gonna let the East Coasters show us how to party. Yeah, we'll be in Halifax. Oh boy, just saying, John Party, right there. His last name is Party with a D, but it's Party. Yeah. Yes. And Cassandra's gonna be there tomorrow too, so we'll get to see her again. I'm looking forward to it. We've been keeping in pretty close contact with texting and stuff, so it's kind of nice that technology helps yeah. out. Yeah, oh, I love Cassandra. I think that me and Cassandra hit it off because I think at first she thought I was Tim from behind. No way. That's, yeah, I just curly hair. <laughs> Everybody was going, Tim's here, Tim's here. And I'd turn around and be like, hi, guys. And they're like, oh, my God, we thought you were Tim because of the curly hair. How funny is that? <laughs> that's hilarious. Hilarious. Lie, what? I thought it, too. I'm not going to lie. I know everybody did. I'm okay with it. I'm okay. I have fantastic hair. I love it. I embrace my wild hair. Just so you know, <laughs> you guys both have a pretty sweet accent. Oh, you like? I have an accent. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't see it. I don't know. Um, so you guys are going on tour. So do you guys have anything else lined up that you want to let the listeners know so that if they're in the town that you're visiting, they can come see you? Um, basically, we're going to be posting up all the tour dates on Instagram. It's already on our Twitter. And then after that, if you want us in your city, I mean, just we can make things happen. Just let us know that you actually want us to come down, and then we'll, we'll, we'll see what we can do. Uh, I want you guys to know that my easiest way of getting to me is I'm not a big Twitter guy, so if you want to just DM me on Instagram, that's probably the easiest way to get to me. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. All right. We can you guys tell the listeners out there, if they haven't already um, found you on social media, uh, so are you guys on Facebook? Uh, yeah, my Facebook I'm keeping closed off, but everything else is uh, under the handle at NPAQS, so N-P-A-Q-S. So that's my, yeah, pretty much everything. Yeah, and then my okay. Instagram is PAX Music, P-A-Q-S Music, and that's that's where you'll reach me. And Twitter, still BBCan. And then same next BBCan. But Instagram is the so, way to my heart. Instagram, okay, is that the way to go? See, I'm on Instagram, but I've never posted anything on Instagram. Well, you got to start <laughs> posting some of those Selfies, Michelle, you look good. Thank you. I, I did a little bit of the straight hair. I wanted to, you know, everyone to get a little, you know, straight and curly, you know, the wild side. And then the yeah. calm side. Well, no, there's no calm side of me. I'm bullshitting nope. you. It's Manic Monday. Let's <laughs> get wild. It is. Um, now, besides me, right, because I know you guys are excited to see me again, um, who is it that you're looking forward to, to meeting? Kind of like a little, uh, you know, fan moment. Uh, Derek, Cody, we're going to meet the twins too, so I'm excited to meet them. Um, who are you looking forward to meeting, Cody? Um, do you know if Vanessa Russo is going? No, she's not. She's not? Oh, I thought she was. Um, I'm excited to meet, you know, Cody. 
from S16, Derek S16, uh, and I'm sure everyone else is great, but those two, I watched 16 pretty uh, pretty intensely. So, yeah, those two for me. So then it's me, then Derek, then Cleveland. <laughs> no, you guys right already there. met me, so you guys are not even going to talk to me. I know it. Oh, no, we're going we're gonna to be hanging out. It's a thing. Yes, we are. We're going to have a lot of fun. Are you guys um, flying? Or, I mean, you guys are West Coast, so you're flying in, right? I think we're going to be we're we're East Coast, yeah. And we're going to fly. We're oh, just a short two, two-and-a-half-hour flight. Philip doesn't have a car, and mine's not reliable enough to make it across the border. So, yeah, yeah. we'll probably just fly in. Yeah, flying is better than anything. Um, uh, well... I mean, we've definitely talked about a lot of things, and I'm glad you guys were able to talk about your game, you know, and um, letting people know, like, why you won and how you won, and and nobody can take that away from you guys, definitely, for sure. Um, You're winners in my book. Even if you didn't win, you were still winners in my book. Oh, you're sweet. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Terry, do we have any more callers? Uh, We don't at this time. There's one that's been sort of holding on listening but I don't know if he's going to ask a question or not so right now we we don't issue with the chat room so a lot of people were calling in so they could listen to the boys um all right guys well listen you guys are welcome to come on uh, manic Monday anytime if you guys are planning on doing appearances um you guys can let us know if you just want to come back on and be manic with us here on manic Monday that's awesome well thank you so much for having us a lot of fun yeah you're great, Michelle. Yes, we had a blast. Uh, thank you. Um, can you just say bye to the chat room? Because they are obsessed with you guys. I'm actually making me jealous. I don't know why. We're <laughs> yeah, we want to see it. I think it's like not loading or something. Oh. Yeah. Apparently we do have one. We do oh, have that we'll call. Thank you right now. Thank chat you room. for listening, everybody. Oh. Everyone who actually spent the time. Wait, wait, boys. Listening. Boys. Wait one minute. We have, we have another. We have a last-minute caller. A you guys caller? mind taking okay. it real thank quick? You. All right, let's him up. We have Mr. Ed Brophy with us. Hi, Ed. Hello. How are you? How's my little sister? Hey, Ed. (laughs) She's good. She's good, yeah. (laughs) What's going on, Ed? She broke up with her boyfriend, so we're we're stoked about that because we went into the house and she was single. We came out and she goes and gets wifed up, you know? So we came out of the house and she had a boyfriend that we didn't even get to intimidate. So... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she just decided to break it off, so, yeah, we're happy. She's too young to date. She's she's only 15. Oh, goodness, yes, way too young. Way too young. Ed, what's your question, Ed? I had to defend my little sister. They will not be putting you on slop, but we'll have to deal with me at Reality Rally. (laughs) (laughs) You hear that, boy? I I got back up, too. Yeah, what? Well, we better Nobody open in the house, too, if ever it comes to that. Yeah. Nobody messes with my Michelle. No, exactly. <laughs> Michelle's amazing. So speaking of Vanessa, hmm, why isn't she going to be at the party, Michelle? You know, I'm not quite sure, but I did see one of her tweets that she had um, put out there about her sister her sister and big brother, and then it was immediately deleted. So I'm I'm not sure. Hmm. Can you say coach? Well, I mean, we've been coach, coach, because the rumor mill has it, boys, is that it's going to be um, like, uh, I believe it was 14, 
that they brought back some alumni and they were coaches and they split up into four teams. Um, so it's a possibility. But I actually heard different, you guys. I've, I've heard James, Devon, Nicole, and Frank coming back. That's not set in stone, as we all know. Rumor mill is turning as usual. Um, but we don't know. I heard and four I different maybe... ones. See? <laughs> I heard Rumor. Audrey, Derek, Vanessa, and Ian. Oh, oh which heard... ones have you heard? Be so I heard that one. I heard that one, but I and... also heard Mr. Grande is supposed to be back as well. Oh, Mr. gosh. Oh, no. Somebody put out a tweet that they would be gone for three months, and that tweet was immediately deleted. <laughs> Well, you know, he is supposed to be attending the uh, finale party. So um, I guess only time will tell you guys. I mean, all these rumors flying around. Uh, tomorrow they're going to reveal the cast. So maybe we'll – because there is talk about family, siblings, or something like that. So um, we'll be able to see if there's anybody that is related to anybody when they reveal the cast tomorrow, right? Well, I was at I guess. the um, sequester joint, and I didn't see any movement there. Oh, you were at the sequester joint, and you saw nobody? I saw nothing. Nobody familiar, as in handlers. You might and need some nobody... better binoculars there. Oh, I was... No, 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 no. <laughs> He's a little snooper. Yeah, they might be sequestering the other people in a different location. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I'm talking about sequester, period. There was nobody being let out of the sequester joint in, um, what do you call it, in blindfolds. Oh. Mm. Mm. Oh. Maybe so people at the hotel getting early. ready to, you know, get a little, getting the blindfolds ready. You never know. I was two days mm. early, so I'll be up there tomorrow and Wednesday as well. Okay, stalker. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how I am, Michelle. I got to get the scoop before everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> coming out of the bushes and everything. You're like hiding in the bushes. That's what the telephoto lens is for. I like that. I think it's persistence. We'll call it that. Yeah. It's not stalking. It's persistence. <laughs> or, it's or not stalking. New, it's admiration. His <laughs> new career, window washer. <laughs> Just so happened to be washing the windows from outside the hotel rooms. <laughs> yeah, for five days. Nonstop. <laughs> so, unless after 18 seasons, CBS has changed the location, there was oh, no action today. Oh. They probably heard about you, and they like, we need to change locations. That Bopi's on us. <laughs> not me. You know, oh, I never no, reveal sources. No, not so, you. Well, thank you for I, that I, little bit of information, Ed. We'll have to we'll have to see if uh, any of this is going to pan out, right? Well, yeah, I'm just I'm more interested in seeing who the uh, El Coches are, if it's true. Mm-hmm. If it's yeah. true, we will see. Well, It'll thank be... you, Ed, for calling in. You're welcome, dear. I will talk to you later. And keep us posted, right. eh? I'll keep you posted. Thanks. Michelle, we'll yeah. hear and Good night, Ed. Spread the word. Good night, guys. Have a good week. Night, Have a good yes. week. Thank you so much. Ooh, see all this? This is just like it's been happening since the the, the end of Big Brother 17. It, as soon as it stops, there's another uh, rumor mill happening. So, um, But I'm yeah. glad to hear uh, that Big Brother Canada will be having a season five, guys. That's exciting. Awesome. Yeah, it gives us something to watch for, uh, for next winter. 
Let's just yeah, hope the rumor mill's uh, starting too. I hope it goes to seven or or eight just to ensure that a potential all stars happens or something like that. Ooh, I would love to see um, like Big Brother Canada versus Big Brother US or something like that. You that would be cool. Oh, merge, yeah, like a Big Brother US North America, uh, Canada. Oh gosh, that would be pretty pretty wicked. Or like you know, um, kind of like teaming up, like, you know, uh, a team of Big Brother Canada and Big Brother U.S. and have eight teams of two and yeah. battle it out. And there'll be some friendships lost in that, I'll tell you that. Sure. <laughs> what about this rumor of this season, BB-18, the veto winner chooses the nom- chooses the replacement nom? Yes. Is that, is that sort That's of shot down or is that still a possibility? You know, anything is possible, boys. As you know, anything, expect the unexpected, right? Yeah, that'd be cool. But first. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for taking that last-minute call. Like I said, come back anytime. Um, we will be welcoming you with open arms. And thanks again for taking the time out of your busy days and coming and um, being a guest on Manic Monday. We really loved having you on, and I hope that you love being on our show. It was so much fun. Thanks for having us, Michelle. Thanks for hearing us rant. Yeah. All right, guys. So much, and I will guys. see you guys. In uh, less than 10 days. How's that? Looking forward awesome. to it. It's going to be sick. I can't yeah. wait to see New York. All right, guys. I'll see you guys soon. And you guys have a great night. And you take do. care and uh, enjoy life. Right now, ride that ride that surfboard. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Just looking for some right. quick waves, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good night. Thank you. Cheers. Good night. Cheers. If you didn't already are in love with them, I'm just more in love with them. They're awesome. Great Great guests. Great guests. Um, And I loved listening to them talk. It was funny because they were like, oh, 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 let's just stop. No, I'm like, keep going. Keep going. Let it all out. You know, and it's it's sad to hear that they get shit. But, I mean, we know in the Big Brother world uh, there's, uh, love and hate, but as we all know, we need to come together, and we need to just all love each other. We're we're all here together because we love Big Brother, and we're bringing Big Brother Canada. Or we love Big Brother Australia. We love Big Brother. We love everybody, and so try to be a little bit more friendlier out there, people on the internet. I know it's easy to put words down from behind a computer screen or your tablet or whatever, um, and you know we all love the same thing. And um, let's just love. I mean, especially with all the, the hate going on in the world. Um, you know, if, if you dislike somebody for the game, why don't you send a message to your favorite person instead of uh, relaying hateful words to somebody that you didn't like their game? You know, really at the long run, guys, um, you can't determine a person by them playing a game. Um, it really is uh, about how they are after or just before they go in the house. You know, it, it, it's really um, silly to determine a person about a fight that they had with somebody. So um, just think about that when you're on the internet. Um, Thank you for the callers that called in. I know that um, they were very excited to talk to um, the PAX bros. 
So I hope you guys are excited uh, to talk to them too. And um, Sherry, we're going to have another great show next week with Miss Cassandra. So Betches, like she likes would say, get ready because she um, is amazing and fantastic, and I'm sure she's going to have a lot to say um, to you guys. So uh, put it on your calendar next week, um, 7 p.m., same time, same place. And um, uh, also, um, please send out, even, you know, if you, you don't have a dollar or whatever it is, even just sending um, love out to James Swift, um, you know, online, just to let them know you're thinking about him. And um, it really goes a long way, doesn't it, Cherry? I mean, having people, you know, sending you messages of love, it really helps out in a time like this, doesn't it? It really does. Jason had a great idea. Um Maybe we could get a few reality stars to offer some autographed items to auction off um, to help James in his time of need and you know, drum up some money in that way uh, just to you know get some do- donations for him. I don't know how we could go about yeah. that, but you know, just a thought. Um, but. Any way that you can do it, if you can make a donation to James Swift, he has the GoFundMe page up. And trust me, I just went through this few years ago. It's the worst thing you can have happen in your life to lose everything you've ever owned, all your possessions. You don't realize what it's like to simply not have a pair of scissors or fingernail clippers or the little things, not to mention all your clothes, all your pictures, all the the things that you've treasured, people have given you. I had things that, you know, my dad gave me, my dad has passed away, things that, you know, friends have passed away that I treasured that they had given me. You know, all those things that you collect that are just so treasured by you by in your heart you know and when you lose all of that all at once it just sends you in such a spiral and you simply don't know what to do but you're so busy trying to hold yourself up and dealing with insurance and dealing with so much that you don't have time to collapse and it's just you can't explain it unless somebody has been through it it's just horrific and so if you can donate to him i beg of you to please give him a dollar five dollars whatever you can do because he's going to need it i promise you and don't feel like a dollar isn't enough every little bit is going to help Every tiny drop is going to help. So Absolutely. If you can go, and you don't have to say who you are, you can donate anonymously. So if you can donate to them, please do. It means so much. I know that I yes, absolutely. don't know what I would have done without my friends who were there to hold me up when I was at my lowest. And, you yeah. I, I thank them so, so much for being there for me, you know, all of you. You were all there for me, 
when I was at my my absolute lowest. And so if now I can in any way help support James when he's going through this, I want to pay it forward. And, you know, Rich and I have already made donations to his GoFundMe and I want to just encourage people to go do the same thing because I know how much he's going to need it. And I just know what he's going to go through, what he is going through and what he's got ahead of him. So please donate, donate what you can. Yeah. All right. Well, there was a lot going on in the show tonight. Um, and, and, one thing is that we all um, are here together and love each other and just make sure you carry that on um, after the show and in your life. And uh, let's just try to be positive and just be loved and love everybody. And, uh, you know, <sighs> and get us through these tough times. So thank you guys for being with us. We love you. Cherry, thank you so much. I don't know what I would do without you. And I just also want to say a uh, shout out to Jason, who uh, is back with us, and I'm glad that he's feeling a lot better. So thank you, Jason, for everything you do. All right, Cherry. So let's uh, let's end the show. Let's close it up. I don't know what I would do without Jason. He helps me so much, and he makes such awesome, awesome posters for us and tweets and helps me so so much so and I want to give a shout out to a couple of new ladies who've been in the chat room chatting with me tonight Beth and Leslie it's been so much fun having you here tonight yeah and I hope you come back and join us you guys have yeah, been awesome it. and love our it. regulars Jason and Thomas and Leah yes. and all the other guests in our chat room we adore you all so Make sure you come back and join us again. We have a lot of fun in our chat room. Sometimes it mm-hmm. gets a little glitchy, but it's worth it. So come back and join yeah. us again. Call in and talk to us when you can. We're going to wrap this one up with Ron, as we always do. Everybody take care. Have a great week. Here's Ron to take us out for the night. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It was, and make sure you come back on Thursday night. This week it's still going to be at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central for the Big Brother 18 Roundtable Show with Michael Cowboy Ellis from Big Brother Season 5. The following week we're going to change the time back to 9 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Uh, I'm sorry, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, and for the rest of the season, it will be at that 10 p.m. Eastern time slot.
but for this coming week, for this Thursday, we're going to keep it at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. So make sure you join us with Cowboy for the Big Brother 18 Roundtable Show. We're going to have the cast by then. So drop by right and we'll be, talking, <laughs> we'll be talking about the Big Brother cast and who we like and who we don't. And we're going to do um, sort of a little bet at the beginning of the season and pick our favorite three. And then at the end of the season, we're going to see who got the closest with their pick three at the beginning of the season. So if you want to join in, join us on Thursday and come with your pick three and and we'll put you in the pot and see if you picked your favorite three to make it to the final uh, three at the end of Big Brother 18. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a great Big Brother 18 season. So make sure you're here for Thursday night with Big Brother uh, runner-up Cowboy from Big Brother Season 5 on Thursday night. Just want to put that in there. We're going to wrap it up for tonight. Thank you all so much for being here with Michelle Costa from Season 10 and the Pack Brothers from BB Canada 4. The winners. Winners. Winner, winner, winner. chicken dinner. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Have a great week, y'all. Take care. Good and day. be kind to each other out there. Yeah. Love is love is love. Yes, it is. That's what I said. Good night, everybody. I love you, Terry. I love you too, babe. That's a wrap right. for tonight. Good, Good night. Y'all. night. Ah. There you go. That's it. We're done with this one.